0: Hi, this is Rob Wiltsy, founder of Schoolshine. We make custom, professional-quality videos for school districts. We want to make sure your district has the very best video content possible and the best content strategy so you can get the most out of your videos. So check out some samples at SchoolShine.org and schedule a call with us today to learn how you can
1: take your videos to the next level. That's SchoolShine.org. Do you wish that creating and sending email newsletters took less time and effort? Would you like more parents to tune in and read your district's newsletter? If so, try MarketVolt, the email newsletter platform tailored for districts like yours. With MarketVolt, it's simple to create newsletters that parents will read. MarketVolt automatically customizes your newsletter to match each parent's interest. With MarketVolt, you can create better newsletters with less headache and less hassle. Visit betterk12newsletter.com to learn what MarketVolt can do for you. That's betterk12newsletter.com, powered by MarketVolt.
0: Hey there, PR experts. Blackboard here. School PR is about telling the story of your students, your teachers, and your school community. From websites and mass notifications to mobile presence and classroom engagement, Blackboard has the tools that you need. And whether you're a one-person shop or part of a bigger communication team, we can help you reach more people more effectively in less time. Thank you for all the work you do in improving education and helping students succeed. And thanks for letting us be a part of it. Now, back to the podcast.
2: advocating for public education, sharing our stories, and celebrating our schools, students, teachers, and staff. From crisis communications to media relations, social media, and everything in between, we're here to give you the best strategies, tools, and techniques to help educators help our kids. Welcome to the School PR Podcast, brought to you by Blackboard, School Shine, and Market Bolt. Here's your host, Ryan Ferran.
3: episode 42 this is part two coronavirus communications for schools welcome back to the podcast everyone it's the school pr podcast i'm your host ryan Ferran. thrilled you are with us congratulations to all of you you are doing some amazing work throughout the country with school communications and pr at a pivotal time for everyone right now and i know the parents teachers staff families across the country are beyond appreciative of school communications right now because we are connecting them, giving them reliable information and the source for information with so many rumors out there, especially on the onset of all this. So great job, everyone. I've seen so many good examples of great work out there. So just wanna send a kudos and congrats to all of you. Keep it up. This is still just the beginning. So we did coronavirus podcast one about three weeks ago. That seems in some respects like it was three years ago, in other respects, three seconds ago. This has been the fastest, slowest, quickest month of our lives, it's just time is flying. And um, so it's just been a whirlwind, this is unprecedented, this is a crisis, this is a pandemic, and this is um, really proving the point of why school communications is so essential And again, you guys have done some amazing work. So in podcast one, we talked a lot about messaging in particular with the information, the constant updates, how to keep up your webpage, um, some tips for bullet points and bold and that sort of stuff, making sure you're continuing to talk with your staff, your people, so you have accurate, reliable information, using quotes from your public health. And we talked about press releases, working with the media, reminding people about how many messages you sent out Uh, utilizing a community email list, what imagery you should be using with these posts and on your websites, connecting with your local community partners, public uh, officials and that sort of stuff, uh, getting prepared, what templates you should be using, some videos and that sort of stuff. So that's all in coronavirus communications for schools. The first one about three weeks ago, that's episode 41. So with this one, we are going to shift to a more, proactive approach. Now that we have a little bit of time to breathe, we can start getting out some of those positive stories. So we're going to go over some tips, techniques, some best practices in regard to let's let's get some positivity out there. Let's start being a little bit more proactive instead of where we've been the last month. It's been so much reactive to what's happening, school closures and the like. So that's what this podcast is going to concentrate on. So we are now heading into week three of school closures for us here in California in Arcadia Unified. Just recently, uh, last earlier in the week, extended the closures. Now we're looking to May 5th. Who knows if that could change to the summer. Um, I think that schools may be the last part of society to get back into it. I can see businesses coming online sooner and the like. I think schools might be Probably one of the last to get back considering how many kids we have in such close proximity. So, as of now, it's May 5th, and as you guys know, that can change so fast. In LA County, where I am at, it is not good right now. We are one of the hot spots in the country. Um, in the past two days, we've had about 600 new cases, 12 people die. We have almost 2,000 cases in LA County alone. 32 deaths. We're pushing 6,000 in California cases of COVID-19, so it is not pretty right now at all. Even more serious as the time goes and as more testing becomes available, so our communications and what we're doing is essential right now. We're all working from home. I'm amazed some businesses are still actually open out here. Some people are still working from home. I don't get it. Um, But we're seeing some of that too. But this is evolving. And I've never seen, I, I was a news reporter for over a decade. I have never seen a news cycle move so fast, change so much. And that's the nature of this pandemic. We're watching press conferences from our local mayor. Then the governor comes on. And then I have a teleconference going on over here. And so many different things. And what's challenging for us, what I talked a lot about in the first podcast about this, is our families our public is getting the same information at the same time as we are so that's made it so tough because the governor's making an announcement the president's making an announcement your local county office of education is saying something they're setting new guidelines and it's all going out there so usually we would get a heads up this is coming down the pipeline and that is not the case with this so we got to be on our toes we got to be paying attention to all these things um so it's been a challenging time and i know you guys are doing great stuff working all hours of the night every day of the week weekends included so good job but yeah we're going to shift to a little bit of uh proactive communications today um got to do a hangout with my interns last week that was awesome and we are seeing so many positive things come out of this the kids are talking about how their teachers are really connecting doing uh some of these virtual meetings via zoom and google hangouts and connecting and pushing out assignments i know we all have the issue of recommended versus mandatory with grades and all that and everyone's still figuring that out um, and ironing out the details but talking to my students and seeing stuff on social media from our staff and teachers just seeing so many silver linings in this dark time of this pandemic and It's been inspiring to see people come together, unite. Innovation is really becoming apparent now with creativity and ways people are connecting and teachers are connecting with students. So I've seen so much of that. I'm actually gonna play a clip right now. Our elementary students, first through fourth grade students at Hugo Reed Elementary School, they did one of those Awesome, cute little viral videos. We got it on the news.
2: Well, Since they can't be together in the classroom, a group of students from Arcadia came together in song to lift the spirits of classmates and others. Oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light? So a 20 students from Hugo Reed Elementary School recorded their own versions of the Star Spangled Banner at home and then teachers use some editing magic to sync those sweet voices in unison, as you can hear. One of the students also lent her drumming talents. Aww, Isn't that so inspiring? That is great. They got together like that individually. They well, must've been videos, so- we
3: got it on the news. They did the national anthem. They sung it themselves. And then their teachers did such a great job of editing it, syncing it together. And put it in the boxes you may have seen Chino Valley did a great thing with their students singing and uh, our little elementary kids did that let's take a quick listen for a little inspiration get some positivity out there So good. How to send that to the news. Post that on social media. People are in desperate need of some good stories right now. Kids sounded great. Congrats to Dr. Leahy, the staff at Hugo Read. The students, you guys did amazing. Wonderful, wonderful, wonderful. I'm sure they're not listening to the school PR podcast, but it was just so great to see that. <clears throat> so we got to keep putting out those positive stories. Now that we have a little bit of time to breathe, we're not so reactive, keep getting those stories out there. Um, I've seen so many of them Our high school news program first week of school closures they still got a newscast done they're reporting from their bedrooms anchoring from their desk in their homes and being so creative and all working together meeting via zoom and Google hangouts to coordinate their production meetings it was so-
2: hey everyone are you surprised to see us again we're bringing you APN from our homes to your homes I hope you are all doing well. I know that these are some tough times, but we are still determined to bring you the latest updates about what is going on and some tips on how to spend your time at home.
0: Friday at school. action
3: meetings. It was so awesome to see what Apache News did. <clears throat> they, The news got a story on that too. Send these stories to the news. They want to do them. They want to see them really important to get some positivity going in your community right now. So anything you see like that that you're like, "Oh, that's really cool," think about sending it to the media because they're picking up a lot of stories. Been a busy week for us, but I love doing it cuz we're getting so many good stories out there and
2: on Thursdays, we feature good news stories on Eyewitness News at 6, and here's one about teamwork. With millions of students dealing with class disruptions, a journalism class at Arcadia High School took matters into their own hands, and as you'll see, they are determined to provide information and comfort during this difficult time.
3: Out there, and it's just been so rewarding to see posting videos from our theater department, plays that they were working on from rehearsal and stuff like that that they haven't been able to perform they're not going to be able to post some of those things to ask your staff for hey if you have some good news is there something you were going to perform that you couldn't do pictures of you know your sports teams that their season's done post those on social media congratulate them look for those positive stories right now and also try and connect with the media it's really important to You know, let people know that great things are still happening. We started using the hashtag from actually one of the bullets in our updates was schools closed, hearts open. So we kind of turned that into our hashtag to rally the positivity and the inspiration, the innovation that we're seeing. So we've been using that. I urge you to think about something similar for your district. There's so many good ones that I've seen. Um, We've had a couple staff members get their doctorate degrees online. They defended their dissertations online, so we posted that. We got screen grabs from their defense. Congratulations to Dr. Brown and Dr. Mendoza, amazing. One of them actually had a one of those drive-bys in the neighborhood, social distancing. So we got some pictures of that and posted that too. And it's just, people love seeing that. They're so proud to see when your staff is doing great things. and. In unique ways right now so any of those things you can put out there please do think about doing that um, seeing so many of you guys doing that already we've had we donated some of our supplies to our local hospital mask and gloves because we're not in right now and the local hospitals as you know are in desperate need of PPEs and so we've been sending a lot uh, what we have at least, and a couple shipments to them. So we'll post that. We've had another parent group reach out saying, hey, we're, we're donating to local hospitals too. Send me some photos if you have them. Put it out there. And what it does, it's not just promoting your own district, but it encourages others to do the same. So you can really be a community resource and an asset right now. So you post these things and sometimes you waver a little bit. Is this a little narcissistic and should we be doing this right now? But I really do think it inspires others to do the same. It gives them ideas what they can be donating, and hey, my business may be shut down right now. We have a stockpile of these masks for my construction business, something similar. Let's donate to these local hospitals, that's a good idea. So I really think now's a time you can be a community resource and help your community. I got a call from, this is such a out of the blue, kind of a cool story though, I got a call from one of the chief doctors over at Methodist Hospital, a community hospital, and somebody over there, one of our parents knows them, and they're were, they were in desperate need of some of these PPEs, personal protective equipment, and said, hey, maybe Ryan can help you over at the school district. And they called me, chatted with uh, one of the chief of staff over there and their chief strategy officer, and said, yeah, let me see what I can do. And we did an email blast for them, created a flyer for them, got them a lot of media, called every news station, said, hey, this is critical over there. They have this need. This, this is what they're asking for. They're asking for the public's help. The media was.
2: Arcadia Methodist Hospital is in serious need of help when it comes to treating coronavirus patients. Eyewitness News reporter Mark Cotarobos has more on the hospital's needs as it appeals to the public for
1: help. You are looking at the first line of defense at methodist hospital of southern california amid this coronavirus They're asking
3: for the public's help the media was awesome they were just so responsive to it we got them on every station in the la market uh shared their flyer on social media said here's what we need created that for them did an email blast to all of our staff all of our parents and People in our community really answered the call, donated a lot to them. It's still coming in. Some
0: stories are still coming in, but that stuff it is being answered. People in the community have
1: brought by uh, boxes of gloves, boxes of masks. The outpouring of generosity of people that have found these things and brought them to us so we can be prepared to take care of uh, the COVID-19 patients has been tremendous.
3: For small donations, a box or two of gloves stories or masks. are still coming in. But that stuff you can do right now is to be a valuable community resource and help. This is valuable help that people are getting. When we all get sick, we're going to who? The hospitals, the nurses and doctors. We need to protect them. They're protecting our people, our students, our families. So that was kind of a whirlwind of a day or two. And But it was it was awesome. Loved doing it, I have a small part in helping. But think how you can connect with people. Does your fire department need P- PPEs? Does your police? Who can you help? Um, I know our priorities are our school district first, But if you do have a moment to figure that out or somebody reaches out, consider doing it. Uh, It's been rewarding to see the people step up in our community, see those stories of inspiration that everyone else loves to see as well. So one of the things I talked about in our board meeting, which we did virtually last week, which was really unique, board meeting via Google Hangout. Be careful of the Zooms. You probably saw the Zoom bombs. so we opted for a Google Hangout. We streamed it live to YouTube. We did public comment via Google Form. If we got some, we would read them. So that actually worked out pretty well. Our TIS folks, Scott Bramley and the crew, did a great job getting that done. And the very next day we saw some of those Zoom bomb stories. So they were very diligent in pulling that off and streaming it live and so much to coordinate. We have board members all remote at their own homes, safe social distancing all connecting with our executive team. Everyone can speak. We went over the protocols, when to mute, when to unmute, did the flag salute, able to take public comments. And now Scott Bramley, our chief technology officer, is getting calls from districts all over to see how they did it. And so great job to Scott. But we've been doing stuff like that. But in my update for that board meeting, I talked about kind of our philosophy and communications. Our superintendent, Dr. Vanazdahl, who you guys know is amazing, kind of wanted to each person to give an update about what we're doing and what we've been doing, and I talked to spend a little bit of time talking about our communications philosophy and how it's kind of a really a team sport with communications. I do rely on so many so many people to help with that, and it's all about relationships. and I need to know who to go to to get accurate information so I can pass that along to our staff, our parents, the public, etc. So one of the things I said that kind of stuck out for some people was. I need our team and staff to know what's going on first, but I need my team first to know what's going on. So I always start inside then out, so go through levels, but I'm always executive team, our board of education, our admin council, then our staff, our entire staff, and then we go out to the public. I don't want our staff to get things second hand I want them to get it first, them to know first before it goes to parents and the public because they're going to get questions. We need to have them in the loop. And it's also important that you're talking to staff, you're talking to people to know what's happening, what questions are being asked, what people want to know about. These communications are not just a one-way, here it is. It's kind of before that you got to get the sense of the district what questions are there so these communications are to help answer a lot of those questions that are coming in so you can kind of eliminate people answering these questions all day because they they're answered in this mass message that's why we're sending this stuff out in a mass message because we know people are thinking this so make your messages as detailed as possible try and answer as many questions as possible. But again, inside out, don't, it's hard to, you know, because I talked about the news cycle being so fast right now, but still try and go inside to your own people and then to your parents, community, etc. What could stunning professional quality videos do for your school district's PR and communications? Find out how SchoolShine's professional video team can partner with your district at SchoolShine.org. This podcast is also brought to you by MarketVolt Email Newsletter Solutions, providing industry-leading email newsletter solutions that better connect over 800,000 parents, staff, and community members with their school districts. Learn more about MarketVolt at
0: BetterK12Newsletter.com. Blackboard believes in the power of good communication in helping students succeed and is a proud sponsor of School PR with Ryan Ferran. Blackboard, education's partner in change.
3: So, we talked earlier about utilizing social media for these positive stories, these proactive strategies, and connecting with the media. I want to talk a little bit more about social media and just advising people to be careful what you put on there. You see a lot of jokes. You see a lot of memes. You don't want those things to come back at you, and you need to realize that this is a serious issue. I've seen some stuff on social media, and think twice before you put things out there. That can always get picked up by somebody else, misinterpreted. And this is a serious situation. People are dying. So some of these jokes that you see out there on social media, I would just really think twice before you put something out there. Um, One thing I told our staff two weeks ago is reminder that your emails are public. Do not put anything in an email that you don't want out there. I think before people knew this was so serious, there may be, a temptation to make light of it in some way. If you don't wanna see your email in the newspaper the next day, don't put it in writing on a district email account. The media in crisis situations like this, a lot of times after the fact, they're gonna go back and do a PRA for, I wanna see all the emails relating to this. So if things don't go well, they wanna see your process, know it, they're gonna do a PRA and all those things are gonna be public. So I would remind your staff the same thing. Actually, a colleague of ours got a PRA already for that, um, for coronavirus communications. And so, again, careful what you put in email, text message, it's all public if you're working for a public school district. And a lot of the times it's you didn't mean intent or you weren't trying to be funny, but sometimes without context, without people knowing, um, or they think something's insensitive and it wasn't because they don't know the context of the full story. It doesn't matter. It's going to be public. It's in the paper and that's how it looks. Perception is reality. So again, be very careful with that. And I know at least one district that already got a PRA for it. A couple other ideas that you may want to consider doing pop up alert on your homepage to get them to your coronavirus school closure page. It's a pretty good idea. I borrowed that one as well. Um, that's where people are going right now on your website so you know i've used pop-up alerts before mostly good news stuff or something that's critical but might want to consider that for your home page once they go there they know exactly where to go to get to your school closure coronavirus information try videos one of our updates we were on update 14 now so try a different way to communicate with your families dr van alstall i'm lucky he does really well with videos One idea we had was let's do a video just talking directly to students we went back and forth a little bit maybe i'll just make an address to students within the whole community said let's let's just go with the students talk to the students about it address them you know we have elementary middle high school students in our district and give them a message of reassurance you're proud of them let them know that your teachers and staff are doing great work listen to your parents, do all the hand-washing and social distancing. And that was just received so well. It's just a heartfelt message from Dr. Van Asdall talking directly to the students.
0: Hi, I'm Superintendent Dr. David Van Asdall, and I wanted to take a moment to speak directly to you, our students in Arcadia Unified School District. First of all, I want to thank you for the remarkably calm way that you responded to our closing of schools on this past Friday.
3: So I would recommend talking with your superintendent, trying a video message, and doing one in particular just for students. It was received very well. Parents were appreciative. The comments from the students, they were very appreciative. A couple of them commented back, like, this is just what I needed right now. Thank you so much, doctor Van Banalas-Dahl. So consider something like that. Another video that the superintendent and I did was we did a Google Hangout video kind of Q&A update Instead of our update about what we're doing with grading and our distance learning philosophy and policy, we know there's a lot to it, so we wanted to explain it a little bit more and get into some context and details and give some insights as much as we could instead of just putting that in writing. And we've kind of already addressed it, so we did a interview basically via Google Hangout, recorded it through Screencastify. And we did that as one of our updates. It was about 20 minutes actually, a little longer than it should have been, but it was good information and people appreciated it. It was a real conversation. They got more insights than they would have, probably just from a you know one or two page update from the school district. Well, hello and welcome to update 14. I am Ryan Fran, the chief communications officer for the Arcadia Unified School District and happy to be joined by Dr. Benazdal, our superintendent with us Glad
0: to be joining you Ryan from my office, AKA a bedroom in the Vinalestal household.
3: It looks very nice. Yes. This is the way of the world right now. Well, you and I talk every and day. There's was a different way to do it. We've done 13 other updates all written and people really appreciated those, but try something like that. Um, I'll put a link into the kind of these videos that uh, Dr. Vinalestal and I did. And, you know, it connected well, and if it doesn't connect well with your community, you can always go back to doing it. We're not doing urgent updates and communications with the video so they don't have to sit through 20 minutes to get a critical piece of information, but it was to provide some context and some more information. So I would encourage you to try some video updates some video communication with maybe even just your staff or your parents and community as well. Those seem to do pretty well for us. Another topic that we talk about a lot in school PR is getting in the room. How do I get on cabinet? How do I get on the executive team with the superintendent? You know, I I really wanna be a part of the conversations. I want a seat at the table. Well, now is the time. During a time like this, a crisis, you can really prove your worth and your abilities with your ideas that you're bringing to the table. So this is the time to you know, you're working day and night, and it's really a time to prove to your superintendent, the people around the table, that you should be there too. So it's more than just communicating, it's bringing those ideas to the table, it's helping coordinate, plan, asking the questions. Let's look ahead, um, paying attention to all these press conferences from your mayor, the governor, the your county office of education, with their ha- having teleconferences, they're putting out stuff, getting all this, and being that reliable source of information and you know suggesting like we should have this meeting, we, should, we need to bring in these people to the meeting, and this is what we need to think about. So just more than communicating, and this is a great time to figure out, unfortunate as it is, but you're doing amazing things, and this is the time to prove that you belong at the table by going above and beyond, you're already doing it, but I, I think that this is one of those moments in time where you can go back to in six months from now, and when you're having that conversation again with, I'd really like to be on cabinet, I'd really like to be on executive team, you remember during the coronavirus that all these ideas I had, um, it was more than communications, it was coordinating, it was projecting, it was ideas. So take the opportunity to really prove yourself, and I know so many of you are, to get into the room, get your seat at the table. I think now is a great time to do it. Another great idea we got from Marie Russell, one of our podcast fans here in the School PR Podcast. She was talking about turning on your notifications on Twitter for important accounts like the CDE, your local public health department, other key accounts for that instant information in your community. I think that is a great idea to turn those notifications on on Twitter, hit the little bell so whenever they tweet, You see it right away. You get a notification. That's a great way to stay on top of things. Thanks for that tip, Marie. Another great suggestion I had from Andrea Gribble. She, a couple weeks ago, I was talking about doing podcasts too, got busy. Like most of us, had a great resource that's on her website too with some good information and tips and strategies. So check out her website. But she was talking about just all the great social media ideas out there, the campaigns that people are doing, pushing out that positive news that you get kind of overwhelmed and you wanna do everything and somebody from your district will say, hey, here's a great great idea, we need to be doing this and let's do that and you see one idea and you just, you become overwhelmed, but to take a deep breath, realize those other districts aren't doing the 80 other things you're doing either. Don't feel like you need to do everything. I mentioned a lot of ideas on this podcast too. Don't feel like you need to do everything. Implement what kind of aligns with your philosophy. Take a, a new idea or two, but don't get caught up in trying to do every great idea that's out there because you know there's a lot of them and time is limited as we know. We still need to get on that reactive communications because it's gonna happen. More cases are gonna be out there, school closures, what's happening with you know distance learning and all that, so that's still there so we don't have endless time. But don't get overwhelmed and feel like you need to do everything that everyone else is doing. Again, so many of you guys are doing so many good things. So one thing I want to talk about is vendors too reaching out and you know, I have companies that sponsor this podcast and frankly, I struggled whether to leave in their commercials for this podcast. If I was going to do it 2 weeks ago or a week ago, I would have t- taken them out cuz I didn't want I wouldn't want people to think we're somehow trying to take advantage of this situation in any way, so it wouldn't be worth it perception-wise or values-wise for me and my three sponsors of the podcast. And I've had conversations with several people about vendors reaching out now during this crisis. Um, So I just want you to know, I I left in the commercials, businesses are hurting right now. So anything I can do to support people that are supporting us and school PR and myself, I want to do that. But again, if it was two weeks ago, the perception of taking advantage of a situation possibly, I don't even want that out there slightly, so I would have removed them. But now with the economy how it is, everyone needs help. Our local businesses need our support, so I left them in there for that reason. So I just want to be perfectly transparent about that. And i had conversations with one of my uh, sponsors and others uh, that I know, and superintendents and folks. I've seen some an article from a superintendent that was really well done, saying layoff. Um, it's not good. So this is a tough time for vendors and companies reaching out because you don't want to appear like you're taking advantage of the situation, but you may have a product that could solve a problem. So in talking to some people and one of my sponsors included, we were saying it's, if you have, it's just a difficult situation overall, but if you have a relationship with somebody already, you're already working with them. I think it's definitely okay to reach out. It's when you need to be careful, if you don't have a relationship with somebody and you're sending that second, third follow-up email, when somebody's trying to get information to their community that is vital, that's when it's tough because it comes off very obnoxious, to be frank, in some cases. So Vendors just need to be very careful how they approach because I don't have time to respond to a lot of people I have no relationship with right now because I'm doing a million other things, as are you. And so, but in three months, four months, five months, when it gets back to normal, I'm still gonna have that negative connotation in my mind with that company because they're bugging me when I don't have a second to spare to be bugged. And yes, I saw your four other emails. And have you seen the news? We're in the middle of a pandemic. We're in a crisis. We're closing down schools. We're doing stuff that we've never done before. And you're sending me four emails? So, you know, and it, and it is tough because companies are struggling and they're losing employees. So it's that fine line. But I do think if you have a relationship with somebody already, you're a vendor and you do absolutely reach out, offer your support. Uh, the free services from companies have been great. And I think they'll see benefits and profits long-term from that. And that's the risk they're gonna run. But you know, if we're all trying Zoom for free, guess what? Some of us are gonna sign up for Zoom afterwards. It's your local cable companies offering free Wi-Fi guess what you may want to give them a pat in the back or your mom-and-pop restaurants offering free meals yeah I'm probably gonna stop by after this is all said and done appreciate it so it's those types of things and you know it's just it's a tricky situation we want to give everyone a little space and grace right now but I just warn people to think um, how to do it and in the in the way you do it is also um, can have a, can go a long way. Even if you don't have a relationship with somebody, there's a proper way and a not proper way. The email you sent six months ago, trying to get somebody's attention with, hey, are you okay? Are you falling under your desk? Uh, you know, I sent 17 emails. Now's not the time to send that. I know that for sure. Uh, there is another way to send it and saying I'm reaching out to offer help, that sort of thing in a more subtle way. So it's been interesting conversations I've had. I'd love to hear other people's thoughts on that. So I know it's a tough one. I don't have all the answers for that, but just some of the thoughts, pieces of conversations I had with people that I thought others may be interested in as well. All right, folks, that is coronavirus part two, coronavirus communications for schools. Part one is episode 41. So go back and listen to that too. It has hopefully some good strategies, tips and techniques for you to use. Again, this is such an essential time. I think people with school districts that have PR folks right now are super thrilled they do. If you don't, I have no idea how those folks are doing it, where small district or some that opted not to have a communications person and superintendent, an executive assistant, or somebody's doing the communications and they don't have any Experience with crisis communications or mass communications, media relations, doing interviews. I don't know how they're doing it because even those of us with teams of folks, uh, I know districts that have several people in there, it is still tough. You're still getting questioned. You're still not doing enough. So I I don't know how these other districts are doing it. My last podcast I talked about utilizing Calspra, your local state, chapter of SPRA, Um, definitely look into that. It's such a great value to get templates, ideas, resources to help. But great work, everyone. We are proving why we are so valuable with communications. We are getting critical information to our students, staff, and families. And I've seen so much inspiration and great work from you guys. So hopefully you got a little bit from this as well. Appreciate all the support for the School PR Podcast. I know we'll be in touch again talking about this. Hang in there, everyone, and don't forget you need to take care of yourselves. Everyone's taking care of everyone else. School PR folks doing a great job making sure everyone else is covered, but you can't take care of anybody if you are not doing well. You're not getting enough sleep and rest, so don't forget. Take some time for yourself. Take a Saturday, Sunday, get some rest, and then, you know, we'll get back to it during the week, and we'll work the weekends too. But great job, everyone. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks so much for everything. You guys are doing great work.
2: Oh, say
0: This is Rob Wilsey, founder of Schoolshine. We make custom, professional quality videos for school districts. We want to make sure your district has the very best video content possible and the best content strategy so you can get the most out of your videos. So check out some samples at SchoolShine.org and schedule a call with us today to learn how you can take your videos to the next
1: level. That's SchoolShine.org. Do you wish that creating and sending email newsletters took less time and effort? Would you like more parents to tune in and read your district's newsletter? If so, try MarketVolt, the email newsletter platform tailored for districts like yours. With MarketVolt, it's simple to create newsletters that parents will read. MarketVolt automatically customizes your newsletter to match each parent's interest. With MarketVolt, you can create better newsletters with less headache and less hassle. Visit BetterK12Newsletter.com to learn what MarketVolt can do for you. That's betterk12newsletter.com, powered by MarketVolt.
0: Hey there, PR experts. Blackboard here. School PR is about telling the story of your students, your teachers, and your school community. From websites and mass notifications to mobile presence and classroom engagement, Blackboard has the tools that you need. And whether you're a one-person shop or part of a bigger communication team, we can help you reach more people more effectively in less time. Thank you for all the work you do in improving education and helping students succeed, and thanks for letting us be a part of it.